What's up, everybody? Icebox Pod, episode 89. We are back. We are ready to rock, ready to talk cards. Matt, how are we doing today? Good. I'm excited. It's, uh, it's, I don't know. It seems like not a lot's happening in cards right now as far as, you know, new things. But we're ramping up for football season. I'm starting to buy some Michigan tickets. Um, Ooh, let's go. So uh, it's an exciting time of year. That is exciting. I just got told that my Notre Dame pit tickets are going to be coming on through here soon. So I am hyped for that. Notre Dame actually next weekend is our first game. So I'm like 10 days oh. away from our first game. So pretty exciting stuff. So you start a week early. Is that two weeks? Oh, no, that is a week. Okay, yeah, a week early. It's like a week zero type of game because we play Navy in Dublin, Ireland on uh, not the not the coming Saturday, the Saturday after. Oh, man, that would be such a fun game to go to. I have a coworker who told me that she is going, and I was so jealous. She was she lived in Ireland for like – she's from here, but she lived like in Ireland a year and a half, and she was going back to visit people – She's like, oh, and that was happening while I was there. So I'm going to go. And I, I was so jealous. Yeah, that's got to be a crazy experience. Yeah. There's definitely nobody rooting for Navy at that game. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's got to be maybe a couple players' families made the trip, and that's about it for them. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, though. I'm yeah. pretty excited for that. But the the subject of college football kind of if we want to get right into it segues into what i wanted to talk about i saw this post randomly on suns fan eight uh his ig story a picture of something i never thought i would see man and i will show you in case you haven't seen my story i'll show you the picture but it oh, is for those listening it is a picture of a Bowman University card with an Alabama player pictured. A sticker auto, not so nice, but a game used mem piece on it. it suggesting that there could be a Bowman U release with game worn college patches for. Uh, it, and it's not a particularly. I mean, it's a nice patch, but it looks like a standard RPA. We could be seeing a lot of game use mem. Got me very excited. Now I did some in, I did some yeah. recon. I did some recon, and I gotta gotta shout him out. Gotta give him credit. My man Motor City Marks told me that this is a Bowman University Alabama release. It was like a dagger to the heart to find out that it was only Alabama. Oh, that is a killer. It's apparently a hobby-only release that comes in blaster boxes. I Now, I could be misinterpreted. I think I'm – forgive me, listeners, if I make a mistake. But as I understand it, hobby-only comes in a blaster box-like format with two autos and a mem. But it's only Alabama. So – I am not sure what's going on with only Alabama. It's kind of wild. 
but interesting yeah. stuff. What do you think? I, I, I definitely had me thinking. I mean, that would be unreal. If there was a release with just all college and it was just all game used mem. Yeah, like, um, so there is, I mean, there's probably more, but I know of one National Treasures, Denard Robinson relic that's game used. And with just like a plain, like small, like napkin patch, that's still like a hundred dollar card. Yeah, people, I think it feels, there definitely are people, as much as I think a lot of people have been dissuaded from, you know, enjoying patch cards, just, or the seeing the value and enjoying game-worn because of all this non-associated recently, I think there's still really strong demand for this collegiate game-worn, seeing as there is almost none of it out there. Right, yeah. But it looks to be a school. So it's oh, it's also going to be sold in the Alabama football stadium. That's pretty cool. Like, if you were going to the bookstore or at a game, it's like two autos and a game used mem. Like, that is a pretty good way, I think, to get cards in people's hands because it's pretty cool. It's all your team. And it's high-quality cards, not like those junk cards that I feel like Notre Dame at least used to have, like some junk Notre Dame cards. Yeah, I wonder what the cost will be. With two autos and a mem, I think you've got to be at least 50 bucks, maybe more, don't you? Oh, yeah. I would, especially in a stadium, I'd be pretty surprised if it was under 100 I think. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I I really would love, I, I really hope that this is a sign of like fanatics, like putting their relationships to use to like start to bring yeah. us this kind of, this kind of memorabilia, because even if it's on a college by college basis and it takes a while to trickle down to right all the colleges, this is really, really cool. Well, the nice thing is for us, we're rooting for like bigger schools that are like they wouldn't necessarily be like the last to adopt it. Like Notre Dame would probably be at least within probably like the first like 20. Yeah, I would say so. I think both of them would certainly be in the first 20. Yeah. So maybe we'll see that soon. Hopefully. I would be pumped. I, I think I don't really collect college stuff. Um even though like I really am diehard Michigan fan, but it's just never like appealed to me a ton. But if game use patches came out, I think that would that really draw me in. Yeah, and it's a I mean it's a licensed product too. Has right. yeah. it has the team logos. I mean, I usually am uncompromising on the sticker auto, but I think in this scenario I could I could be coerced into the sticker auto just because of how the fact that the game used patch is almost impossible to come by. Yeah, I think I would. I wouldn't mind the sticker auto as much, just because of the game used patch. Like that'd be so, so unique to have. So I think you can kind of 
look past that a little bit. Imagine if Michigan stuff comes out in like a year and there's like a Blake Corum, like game use Jordan, like Jordan, like logo. Like that'd be sick. Yeah, that would be so sweet. Yeah, because like now they have Hutchinson, like game use or uh, like Jordan logo, but it's just not even game used or anything. So it's like, it's cool, but it's not like, I don't know. It, it doesn't really have the appeal to me not being game used. But, you mean uh, like a non-associated Jordan logo? Right, yeah, like that doesn't do anything for me. No, it does absolutely nothing for me. But, yeah, like if they had a Corum or like a JJ or like actual Jordan game used, that would be crazy. I would, yeah, Michigan fans would pay so much for that. That Those cards would kill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would yeah. be – it would be – I'm in the group chat with all guys who, like, are Mich- huge Michigan fans. It would just be that group chat just betting against each other. Some of those cards could get extremely expensive. I mean, oh. we talk about – I feel like I've talked to some of my YouTube, and we've talked here about, like, you know, like similar cards and stuff can, like, drive down the price. There is quite – there quite literally would be nothing like that that exists. Yeah. And I think most of the people who collect, like, college stuff, that's the segment of card collectors that actually do care about, like, game used. Yeah, I think you're probably right. It's not – the people who are probably into into uh, college are, yeah, not the type of people who are buying all this non-associated, probably. Yeah, because they're more collectors. They're not, like – buying like the hottest like nt rpa or something like and like they just want they just want the best like quality card that they can get yeah which this is game used would be number one so i kind of wanted to just toss that out there as kind of like a a news blast that this even exists because it's pretty cool to think of having that on the horizon yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. You could print it to the moon too. Like I, I would be okay with like a an expensive format with two autos, one mem, or like some cheaper format where like you're not maybe you're only guaranteed like one mem or like one auto or something. I don't really care because I, I would just gobble up the singles. Yeah. I think even I think if there was a like one mem for like i don't know 30 bucks or something oh if that would be all day yeah like if especially like in the stadium if i was at the big house i'd maybe rip one i think that'd be kind of fun i think they would and and this is really just such a wild concept to think about because i for 30 bucks i think they would sell so many with only one member and, I mean, it could be a backup player, you know, like, who doesn't – I mean, you know, you've heard their name, but, like, they don't get their name called a ton. And I think it would still be pretty cool. And you're in a world where, like you said, even a napkin-style relic is actually pretty cool just because of how scarce they are, like you just mentioned. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't get tempted to rip, but I would I would consider that. I think that'd be fun. I think I think I'd do it too. It just would be pretty fun, and you're guaranteed something like actually cool. Right. Yeah. 
and it makes sense for the card companies to do it. I mean, they could make a killing off it. All you really need is like to find a team, right? And then say, hey, let for this next game you're going to play, we're just going to take all those jerseys. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Now they've got like a huge, huge, huge amount of jerseys to work with. Right, yeah. Just take uh, maybe like the top, I don't know, 15 guys on offense, 15 guys on defense, and then that would be a loaded release. You could even toss in the kicker, I think. For Oh yeah, you could to- for, you could toss in the kicker. Like depending on the school. Like if this product was out last year and I pulled our kicker, I would be pretty pumped. Yeah, I'm thinking back to old Notre Dame kickers. If I, Justin Yoon, who we had for many years, if I got a Justin Yoon like game use piece, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like, yeah, if I got Jake Moody on a game use patch, I'd, I'd be pretty pumped. I think that'd be sweet. But yeah. Any, I thought that was just something a little different to kind of bring up and kind of get us thinking about maybe a, re, a re renewing of, you know, focus on patches, which is something I definitely want to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. So that's kind of monopolized. I don't know. I kind of I just saw it, but really had me focus. I did pick up a cool patch earlier in the week. I think I showed you, Matt. Which one to was build, that? To build out the Andrew McCutcheon PC. It's oh. coming in. It's the top of the pirate hat. It's the, the pirate's bandana. From, yeah, that's uh, probably the best patch you can get, right? Yeah. The only part that would be better... The only way it could be better is if you had a window that you could get both the bandana and the eye of the pirate. Oh, sure, yeah. So if you had the eye and the bandana, but aside from that, I mean, it's way better than like the P or something on like a shoulder. So I think it's the best patch. Maybe, I mean, you could debate is the logo man or the shoulder crest better. I think I, I'd rather have your patch, I think. Yeah. Then like a piece of a logo man. Cause it, it's not, equal playing field to a whole one. It'd be like just a segment of a logo man. Yeah. I'd rather have the pirate patch than like half a logo man or something. Yeah. 2015 strata guys. 2015 strata was a wild release. It this is a card numbered yeah. out of 75 with a logo patch. And I'm gonna stop you in your tracks. It is not there's it I have no concerns about it being fake because the patch is under acetate because they put those stickers on there. Oh, that's right. So yeah. you have none of those concerned. Oh, that was the biggest um L for me, that product. Because I don't know if you remember, but Victor Martinez. He oh signed, he signed the acetate above the patch, not the actual like signing window. And my OCD could not take that. I want one of those. Didn't cards. you have? Didn't you oh. have a one of one? Oh yeah, like a I got... button. Um, or the button hole there used to be also. Yeah, I think I think it was just like the logo, um, like the tag. Oh yeah, there was a tag one. Yeah, 
But yeah, I had that and he signed it and it was supposed to be PC. But right when I got it, I was just like, there's no way this is PC. Like I it just it bugged me so much. But if that thing was signed correctly, oh it would have been it would have been PC for sure. 2015 Strata was a pretty great release. Yeah, it was great. 2015 was amazing. When they had, um, like back then, they had Supreme. I really liked that product. I feel like we talked about this way back, like maybe pre-episode 10. But yeah. I never, I never liked Supreme. Supreme had those booklets, though. Yep. Which were kind of cool. Yeah. 15 I... Strata, though. The, the, honestly, Supreme is kind of similar. Like, you had Supreme, yeah. Strata, Five Star, and Tier One, which were all like two, th- you know, two, three cards per box. And man, Strata was amazing. It was a, what was Strata? Was it an auto and a patch, or an auto and a patch auto, I think? Yeah, something like that. There was, I think you were, I think the second card was the horizontal, and it was either a pat or either a jersey, or it could be a jersey auto. Yeah, because there is, yeah, there is like non auto relics in that. Mm-hmm. The oh, Andrew no. McCutcheon I got is non auto, just a relic. And the boxes were so cheap. Man, I. I used to buy so many singles from that mat. That mat. Oh yeah. I gotta see if I can find one of the coolest cards. I bought a Clayton Kershaw redemption from that, like for a patch auto. It's pretty sick. Yeah, there, there's some. They had good names in that too. I had a sick John Smoltz. Now I know John Smoltz is like tops employee of the month. But every month, because he signs like yeah. absolute crazy. But it was a. Do you remember those shadow box patch autos? Oh yeah. Do you remember the rivet ones that opened up the one of ones with the rivet with oh, the top? Yeah, the it, was like a, it was like almost like a booklet, but like weird. Yeah. It was like three pieces. It was the layer with the auto, the layer with the picture, and the layer with the patch. Right. But the I had an out of like ten or out of twenty five John Smoltz. It was shadow box, and the patch is like so. The patch window is like the size of like almost this whole like the whole card, right? Because it's shadow box. Yeah. And it was the entire head of the arrowhead. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah, they they did a good job with patches that year, and then. Obviously, if you can go to that sticker and find out where they um, worn it, that was pretty cool, too. That, I think that was another thing that disappointed me about the Martinez, is I'm pretty sure in the patch, or in the jersey that was in those, I'm pretty sure Victor Martinez homered. Yeah, the so homer is pretty cool. sweet. Yeah. But yeah, he just... I- you mess those up. You hate to see it. Yeah. He definitely did. He fumbled the bag. I know. And he has such a nice auto, too. He does. Man, 
Matt, if you got anything to say while I, I go on the hunt to find this absolutely sick card, by all means. Yeah. Yeah, they oh man. They had I'm there was like an overseas or like an Asia Supreme. Do you remember that? Yeah, there was Asia Supreme. Also, oh. just for Matt, listeners, you should try to find one if you can. This was absolutely oh, yeah. sick. That is sweet. But yeah, I used to want one of the like Asia Supreme Miguel Cabrera autos so bad. Yeah, there were nice. they were really cool releases. Yeah, it's really no. difficult. It's really difficult now to and I, I feel like now I can understand the situation of a lot of like early two thousands collectors more that this stuff is not used to be around all the time, but now it just does no one transacts. Like it just sits there in people's collections or in their closet or Right, yeah. You can't even really find it. But yeah. Yeah, I this... guess kind of on the similar subject, I had been wondering and I've been wanting to talk about for a couple weeks, are there any cards right now that are out that just surprise you by how cheap they are? Hmm. That have like recently released? Uh, they could be a recent release. They could be an older release. Could be anything. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Honestly, not really. I think prices are kind of where I expect them to be now. I don't get I don't get surprised by a ton now that I think about it. How about you? You feel like most stuff pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah. I think I get surprised sometimes by how how much some patch cards go for. How much some guys who like yeah. have can like some patches of guys who just don't have a ton of ton of stuff. Maybe they still aren't like the biggest name, but they sell pretty strong. And you're just like even like Andrew McCutcheon, like his good patches sell pretty strong. And it's just cause and and it's interesting, like, his pirate stuff, like, just kills all of his other team stuff because that's where all of his fans are. But I feel like I'm also sometimes surprised by guys who's who have just continued to sign and their autos have just been, like, eroded in value. Yeah, that yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good pick. Because yeah, there's definitely a lot of those guys. There that's becoming a really common thing. And I wonder what's gonna happen with that because I mean they when did they start doing autograph cards? Like the nineties? Uh yeah, nineties, late nineties. Yeah, so we don't have like we haven't really had this problem before. There was one example, but then the scenario changed. I mean, Kobe Bryant was well on his way to being this scenario. That dude was in the crappiest products. Yes, and he was in it a lot. Oh, yeah. 
He wasn't just numbered out of 25 in one subset. He has a bunch of autos um, in score that aren't even numbered. Yeah. Yeah, he was but, he was a frequent signer. I wonder I wonder why he did that. Like he obviously didn't need the money. I don't know. It's it's definitely like you said, kind of a newer phenomenon because like it's not like it's been around for a long time. So some of these guys are really starting to rack them up. Like when I just went on that quick search for that John Smoltz, you can get numbered John Smoltz twenty fifteen tech, which was a nice high tech, was a decent like mid end set. You know, it was a hobby only release, so it was decent. What's that like ten dollars? Yeah, fifteen bucks for like an out of fifty John Smoltz auto. Yeah. You know who else is getting up there too is like uh, well it seems like a lot of baseball guys. Like Cabrera signs a lot, Ortiz is in everything. I don't know how Ortiz's value has not been completely eroded yet. He yeah, his autos means- still sell pretty strong, and he is I mean, he is really the employee of the month because he's just Yeah. Yeah, that dude has signed so many autos. I would love to know how many autos he signed like even this year. I mean, it's nuts. So he's usually well, he might even be creeping to some lower end releases. Oh yeah. He I'm pretty sure that there was like a couple years where Ortiz was in like downers. I'm not surprised by that. He signs a ton. But guys like that are just kind of like a ticking time bomb on the auto like devaluation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's just a matter of time. Makes it really interesting to think about the guys who do not sign very much. Whose value is really strong in their autos just because of that. Yeah. Yeah, like Ortiz was in... 2021 Panini Donners, like not even licensed, cheapest looking card ever. Man. He's still signed. You know who's a I am have that come to mind. I've got three people. Or I've got two people. Well, three. One is basic. Obviously, Michael Jordan comes to mind as not a big signer. But then, in hockey, like Alex Ovechkin, barely he signed nothing for like five years. That's and then and then now is back signing small amounts. You know, even compared to someone like Sidney Crosby, who signs like who will be in like a set, but only sign like twenty five cards, signing nuns, insane. And then in baseball, Albert Pujols, you know. He's one of the greats, and he's not signing like he's in Dynasty, but he's not in a ton house. Yeah, he's in like Dynasty. He's in a Mac. He's basically just in like the higher end products. Yeah, he's basic. in like triple threads, triple uh, triple autos. I think. Oh yeah, because he has. I think he has one with like Otani and Trout, right? Yeah, that's an absolutely wild card. Yeah, I would. I'm. I actually have seen one of those in person, and it was so cool. Yeah, I love not that they they did it vertically. 
Oh, really? Have you seen that one? They they have a pool holes. Well, that might be not. That might be in Sterling. Yeah, that that card is amazing. Where it's vertical. That is pretty awesome. I was a big fan of that. Yeah, that wow, what a lineup! And they did all play together. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's super cool. Wow. Yeah. That is... Cards like that, really, I feel like, are true chases for some of these products. Like, you do not see many cards like that. It's not just like a, I don't know, a one-of-one letter patch, which, you know, you sometimes see an okay amount of those. Like, stuff like that is super, super... Three... I don't know if it's fair to say Otani's a future Hall of Famer yet. That's probably controversial, but he's certainly on the road. Yeah, he's at least on his way. He's at least on his way. Pretty cool stuff. Matt, as we're coming down on our cheap Zoom closer to time, any closing remarks for this episode? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, it was – Hopefully Michigan can get off to a good start. That's my closing remark. Who you got opening week? Uh, oh man, not a good school like East Carolina. Yeah, was that that the one with the pirate for a logo? Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, and then they play like UNLV, and then it's like Bowling Green. Oh, sounds like three dubs. <laughs> oh, their first like four games are just going to be blowouts. Oh, because you play all the out-of-conference teams? They play three out-of-conference, I think, and then it's home against, like, Rutgers. Oh, yeah. That's as good as it gets. Yeah. What about you? Any closing remarks here? No. I'm excited for college football. Just like you. And if we do not smack Navy, I don't (laughs) want to be nervous at all. I should not have to be nervous. I should just be relaxing and enjoying a victory what time is that game for you 2 30 so it means they're playing it at 7 30 at night in ireland so it'll be under the lights in ireland so it works out you don't have to stay up till like 1 a.m to watch it or something they did this years ago but they played it in the afternoon in ireland so it was like 9 or 10 a.m uh here oh (laughs) that's kind of interesting yeah like soccer Right. But yeah. Anyways, I think that's going to be a wrap on episode 89. And uh, we'll see you all next week.